My name is Kirsten S. Lewis, and this is the Stop Playing With Me podcast, where we are advocating for the underdog in ourselves. In the year of our Lord, 2023, we are highlighting the movement of showing up, standing up, and speaking up for ourselves in this coming year. We're not going to let fear or inadequacies or disqualifications of uh, unworthiness, anything. We're not going to let it stop us from being everything that God has called us to be and everything that we desire to be in this world. Everything that we need to become, all that it is that Lord, that the Lord has shown us, it's going to be on the other side of the confidence that he's trying to build in us through this podcast. And so once again, my name is Kirsten S. Lewis, your beautiful, lovely co-host. And honey, the Holy Ghost, hi, Ediana Maya, is my co-host for the time being. <laughs> and so if he like, you know, decides to pop in and pop out, it's just is what it is because he's my best friend. Who going to check him? Not me, not you. <laughs> Careful. I'll go on a tangent. Now, <laughs> Now to get formalities out of the way for anybody that knows me or has seen me or has um, noticed like, you know, just me around in general and wondered, I wonder what she's like. I want to get to know her more. I, I want to see what the hype is all about. This is your opportunity. So if in any given moment you have a question or something or a comment or anything, feel free to DM us at uh, Stop Playing With Me podcast on Instagram, or you can send us an email at stopplayingwithmepodcast at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment in my DMs personally, and I can definitely address it here. We can talk it through. Um, Yeah, and also, I do have a bit of a milestone goal situation that I want to challenge y'all to do, because one thing I do not like doing huh, is wasting my words, and that's hilarious, because my love language really is quality time, and what I've learned about quality time is that it's not about how much time you spend with the person, but it's about the allotment of time that somebody has actually allocated to spending with you or me, and so one thing about me, I don't like wasting time, I don't like wasting my words, because that's how I identify love, right, and so me getting on this podcast and making the the sacrifice to basically telling y'all my business. <laughs> I want to make sure that it is fruitful because of course I want the kingdom of heaven to advance. And if it is through my testimony, then why not? So share it with your friends, share it with your family, sisters, all that, right? Cousins, uncles, nieces, nephews. We trying to, you know, we trying to get, we trying to get somewhere, everybody. And once we cross a uh, 1,000, download and a 1000 subscriber situation right on youtube and on the podcast then i may just drop all the videos all the visuals from this podcast but until then y'all just gonna hear this lovely voice of mine and all of the nuances and personality traits and facial expressions you just gonna have to get once we cross that threshold so i'm challenging y'all yes coming out the gate coming up out this gate i'm challenging y'all let's go ahead get to a thousand subbies let's go ahead get to a thousand downloads and let's get this thing popping stop playing with me (laughs) all right so to kick off this episode one thing about me for sure is that i love context okay and the whole point as to why this podcast is coming into play i want to be able to give you guys the opportunity to know 
about who I am and where I come from because I believe that's the best place to start when building a relationship or a solid foundation with anybody to know where they come from in order to love them for where they are and to see them progress beyond where they are to where they're going you know what I'm saying it's a whole thing it's all connected and so that's why I get real real leery (laughs) that's why I get real up in arms about um people that say your past doesn't matter it doesn't matter what you come from or, or who you used to deal with and what you used to do um let's move forward and I'm like that is whoo I don't even know what that is that is setting you know that it is it's a setup it's a setup you are setting yourself up for disappointment um because you're expecting somebody to be something that you thought that they would be but until you understand where they come from um until you understand what built them to have the personality or to have the character or to have the heart that they have for certain things you're gonna have to reach on back there in that past and dig and dig on through them and file through them little file cabinets and pull out the important pieces we don't have to know who you slept with we just want to know why you why you love so hard in this area we want to know why you don't like loud noises we don't we want to know why you don't care to hear doors slamming all the time it matters and it teaches us how to love you but that's another topic (laughs) for another day but I say all that to say I want to be able to uh, teach y'all how to love me in this moment and take a trip down memory lane uh, and just talk about where I come from and how I how I ended up becoming the way that I am today and throughout the podcast you'll begin to see uh, my nuances or you'll begin to understand how I think and uh, how excited I get child it's a whole nother thing I start to stammer when I get excited because my brain be moving faster than my mouth does and the words be there but my mouth just be like on two different wavelengths I'd be like God you really wanted me to do this podcast and it's giving Moses I can't talk half of the time um but yeah let's just go ahead and hop into it I am from the historic huh Selma Alabama and for those of you who do not know Selma Alabama was and is the uh, one of the birthplaces one of the epicenters for the civil rights movement we were able to give black people their right to vote in that city there was a march from Selma to Montgomery the whole blood uh the whole bloody Sunday situation it was um just just a series of events that happened around Selma Alabama and Montgomery that started a whole movement that was able to give black people their right to vote and why we have the reason why we have the ability to vote like we can for different elect officials and senates and governments and presidents and stuff like that till this day and so all y'all my little gen zers huh, we couldn't do this beforehand this was literally maybe about 50 60 some years ago we are just now exercising our right to vote and you know some people ain't you, you know we just I, I don't do politics so let's not even do that let's not go there but <laughs> but I'm from Selma Alabama and I am 27 years old and I believe that what started this journey off for confidence for me I would say was definitely coming into uh, childhood I am the only girl out of three boys I mean oh god I am the only girl out of two boys in my sibling hood and it's three of us I told y'all my mind it's three of us I am the middle child and I am the only girl and fun fact I am also the only girl that has moved out of state not out of city 
out of state. <laughs> so you can imagine the field day that my parents are having um, to know that they their baby is not nowhere near the house. Um, but yes, I have two brothers, one older, one younger. Um, one was diagnosed with autism at a young age, and I love him with all of my heart. The other is now married, um, been married for about, oh, Jesus, about five, six years with my beautiful, lovely, loving sister in love. And we have, yes, we, I'm a part of, I'm a part of the parenthood. And we have three amazing, um, my nieces and nephews. I have three of them and my babies. And so that's my family. My parents are still married. Oh God, those were tongues for people that don't have the Holy Ghost yet. Don't worry, Holy Ghost. They gonna get it. They gonna get it. I promise you they gonna get it because they got to understand what we got going on here. Um, but my parents are still married. They've been married for about, oh, 28 years. So it's almost about 30 years that, they, that they've been like, you know, going in, going strong. Um, and I just think it's such a beautiful thing. And I, and I told myself before I started this podcast that I will always honor my parents. Now, granted, there were a lot of things that they did not do as perfect as I would have hoped especially when it came to shaping me as the adult that I am today. But now that I am at the age that my parents were at when they started raising us, I am blaming my parents for nothing else. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that into another episode. But yes, they're still married. They're still going strong. They're still madly in love um, and gra- graciously in like with each other. And I just think it's so beautiful to see and to experience um, a mother and a father's love. But I would say... What started to rob me a lot of my confidence was the amount of transitions, I would say, that we experienced um, in my childhood, at least. There was often a, um, well, I mean, I ain't gonna sugarcoat it. We moved about maybe five times in a three-year span, and that was right when I was going through puberty. I would think, I believe it was the age of eight until about, ooh, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, twelve, eight. the timeline's a little mixed up but we moved a lot (laughs) we moved a lot and so me having a social life or even um getting to know like you know other people or building relationships meaningful ones at least were uh slim they were pretty slim and so when it came to connecting people my confidence level really was never there because I had to you know basically find a new friend almost every other year and it was okay because I learned to deal with it. But once we started to have a more stable um, district living situation to make sure that we were in a good school district, I was able to, you know, build relationships and everything. And within that context, whoo, this is getting deep already. But within that context, of course, I was bu- uh, bullied growing up. I was bullied and I was bullied for the way that I talked. Um, I I was articulating my words like this literally since I was a kid and sometimes it got me in trouble because you know my attitude was trash um, with my mama (laughs) but sometimes it also um, led people to believe that I thought I was better than everybody else because I was so big on making sure that I articulated what it is I was trying to say and um, so what was weird for me growing up in the confidence level was I believe I believed that what I was doing was right right 
I don't think there was anything wrong with articulating your words rather than like, you know, always saying the colloquialisms or colloquialisms, depending on your pronunciation. But then, you know, just the slang, the, the, because I didn't sound like everybody else, I was often treated like the outcast. I was even called like, you know, they labeled me as as the white girl <laughs> because of uh, how I talk. Insert that, uh, insert that little video of Snowfall. And... <laughs> And yeah, they didn't, they didn't necessarily like how I talked and because I wanted to fit in so bad and I didn't have confidence in who I was, even at, even at that point, like, you know, of standing on the fact that, yeah, I talk like this. What about it? I literally started to conform. Now we're going to throw some Bible up in here. The Bible says, do not conform to the ways of this world, but be you be transformed by the renewing of your mind. (laughs) I'm telling you my mind. It just moves too fast sometimes. But yeah, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind is through Christ Jesus. And unfortunately, I conformed because they because that's what they knew me by. That's what I became. And I developed in an identity that was rooted in a simple name. They called me white girl. So that's what I became. I became every bit of what I believed a a white girl was and I became this you know flamboyant character um that I just believed that they would love and over time I realized that not only did they not like me for who I was but they didn't even like me for who I pretended to be and once that hit the fan and I realized people really just looked at me as entertainment when I became my pseudo uh, self rather than loving me for who I was in my heart it it definitely my confidence definitely took a hit and I often questioned like you know am I am I even meant to be here like what am I here for um what is the whole point of my life that those type of questions um even to the point where I was questioning like why am I even black like you know to see all of the it's a whole thing to see all the injustices that go on in the world even when I was younger I, I asked God I was like why am I black so it was a lot of questioning and and a lot of uh, a lot of questions about myself, about my identity, about who I was and what I had to offer this world and not really knowing my value. Right. And so with not knowing my value, not knowing who I was, all of that, John, you can imagine how much confidence I did not have and how I just became what everybody said. And so I lived my entire life. Basically, my friend called it being docile being agreeable so whatever uh, my parents said like when it came to making major decisions in my life I would just go with whatever they thought because clearly everybody believed what was best except for me about my life Um, and the crazy thing is I am very knowledgeable I'm a very knowledgeable mm -hmm, mm knowledge I'm a very knowledgeable person I am very intellectual in a lot of ways so I know a lot of stuff It doesn't mean I know everything, but I know a lot of stuff. I have a lot of knowledge, but at the time I did not carry, I did not have enough experience in life to have wisdom. And so I relied on the wisdom of my parents, my peers, my grandma, all of them, like, you know, all of the people around me. And I kind of lived my life vicariously through them and just trusting their judgment other than my own discernment. And living like that for years, I literally went to, um, 
I went to college because my parents said that that's what it was going to be. I made grades. Uh, I made A, B, honor roll and Dean's list and, and all of this stuff because that's what my parents, that was the standards of, that my parents set. And I was going to follow the rules regardless because I didn't really have a, I didn't really have a, a mind of my own, so to speak. And it doesn't mean I had any intention on dishonoring my parents, but just whatever they said went. And so any challenge that came to me as making a decision for my own life, oh, child, I was terrified. Child, listen, I'll just, ooh, and it really, and I'll say this, it even reflected in my relationship with God when I rededicated my life to him and started to serve him for real, for real. Um, at the age of 22, it started to show up in my relationship with God. So even when I would have questions about the direction of my life and where I should go in, because my parents were so good at saying, you're going to go here, you're going to go there, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. I'm looking at God like, so where am I going to go here? Am I going to go do this? Am I going to do that? And I would lean on God more as if he was one of my parents. And of course, for those that were born in the in the faith or um, renewed in the faith or the Bible builder or so to speak, um, God is not like man. <laughs> God ain't like none of us. And his ways are different. His thoughts are different. And I'm literally coming into a space. That's hence this podcast. I'm literally coming into a space, evolving into a space where I am now learning to trust myself with my own life and make decisions that I believe are best for me, even if I am somewhat winging it and trusting that the Lord who directs my steps and orders my steps and directs my path and causes like, you know, the mountains to flatten on my behalf, trusting that he is going to direct me in the way that I should go. And no matter what decision that I make, he will always be with me. That was a whole thing for me, y'all. I would wonder like, God, if I make this wrong decision, then I don't, I don't want to be where you're not at. And he, he had to keep affirming he, me. He still affirms me that, yo, I will be with you wherever you go, wherever your feet tread. Blessings, one will be with you, but I will also be with you. And it brings me to tears every time to know just simply that the Lord is with me. I don't know how deep you got to be in your Christian journey, but you can have all the money in the world. You can have all of the, the spirituality, all the intellect, the Bible knowledge. You can have all of the influence and social, relational, whatever. You can have all of that. But being a believer is solely rooted in God being present in your life. And just a quick segue, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side in every decision that I have ever made in my life. I don't know where I would be. Y'all, I really thank God every single day. Cause like, if y'all really want to get raw and uncut, I, I could have been kidnapped with some of the decisions that I made. I could have been raped. You know what I'm saying? Trigger warning, not to be insensitive, but I'm saying I could have been abandoned. My, my, my family could have fell apart. There were so many things like, I don't think we take a step back to really realize how privileged and protected we have been. Though life has not always been pretty for us. God has always been there. It wasn't supposed to go like this. (laughs) But anybody that knows me knows that I love God with all of my heart. And any chance I get, I'm going to give him praise (laughs) for the things that he has done. 
because I did not have to be in the position that I am today to do any of this. And y'all gonna hear about it. (laughs) Give me a minute. (laughs) But yes, I leaned on God a lot to be the decision maker of my life when he started to pour into me and say that I have given you free free will for a reason. I want you to experience a life and a life more abundantly. And that's going to have to come through you actually expressing your desires and your wants out of your own life and executing it and allowing God and allowing him to breathe on it. And so that's where I I come from. I spent a lot of time being what everyone thought I should be acting how everyone thought I should have acted and being the one that followed the rules, crossed every T and dotted every I. And once I moved here to Atlanta two years ago, I noticed that none of that matters. (laughs) Not that it doesn't matter entirely, but it's just the dynamic is so different. I've noticed that You can dot every T, you can, well, dot every I, oh God, and cross every T. You can get everything correct. You can follow all the rules, but it still won't guarantee your position in the kingdom. And when I say kingdom, I more so mean like the kingdom of the earth, like whatever it is, the kingdom is like your mountain of influence. It still won't guarantee you a position um, in whatever it is that your pursuit is for. And I thought to myself, as long as I lay low and be humble and do what, I, what I'm told, then people will see my value and they'll see my works and they'll see my reputation of how how docile I've been and how submitted I've been. And they will choose me ultimately. And I've experienced the gut wrenching disappointment of no matter how good you try to be, it still won't guarantee that you'll be chosen. And the running theme, to wrap all this up, the running theme from then to now was always my confidence. Literally, over the last two years, I have heard that word more than I would like to. Because who like who wants to hear that, you know, after thinking that I had some kind of confidence, you know, over the years realizing that oh no you didn't have any at all like you didn't you didn't really have that much and shout out to you for making it this far but for the next level that you're going to confidence you need some more friend you need some more sis and so I heard that word um, a lot more than I'd like to admit and I would I would be so confused as to why people would see me as so timid and shy and and um almost almost inexperienced and immature but the truth is that was the the disposition that was the disposition that I held um thinking that I was being humble (laughs) thinking that I was being humble um but the dynamic is just super different but it's a good different because it's teaching me how to advocate for myself and tell people what it is and what it ain't and to more so walk into a new level of freedom, um, fearlessness and courage 
that says literally I know what I have to offer and I know what it is that I have offered and planted into the earth that I know that nobody where I'm from has been able to do like you know in so to speak um for the lack of better words so stop playing with me um and so stop playing with me goes for me stop playing with myself like stop playing stop downplaying my abilities stop downplaying my qualifications stop playing with my myself and even more so people who see me and believe me to be something different than what I am stop playing with me and and they um base my value on what it is that they think I am rather than getting to know me for who I am and me standing 10 toes down on what it is and what it ain't for me and being okay with who walks away and who agrees stop playing with me so listen I love y'all make sure y'all subscribe make sure y'all hit that download button and y'all can also follow us on Instagram at Stop Playing With Me Podcast. And you can follow me at Kirsten S. Lewis, Kirsten.S.Lewis on Instagram. And I will catch y'all in the next one. Let's go.